some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. Okay, what's going on, all you people? Here we are, next episode of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Joe Shasky, Mark Willard, and the Giants coming out of a series in Philadelphia where they take two out of three. Um, Like any good golfer, Joe, that shoots their best round ever, uh, you still look at the two putts you missed. I mean, they were two innings away from sweeping Philly, so it's like you come out of there with two out of three, but you still feel like you missed a little something. I mean, am I ready to just cue up Johnny Miller? I shot a 64 on a Sunday of a major, but it could have been a 59. Right. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm ready to hear here. You know what, though? Look, I I think it's never as bad as we think it is. They're never as great as maybe we want them to be, and they're somewhere in between. Right now, they're battling, right? They're only about six games back, give or take, depending on when you listen to this. They're about six games back from the Dodgers, right? I mean, they're right where they need to be. We've got three and a half full months to go. I I know that people are losing their minds, hitting the panic button. Why? Like, why? This team has produced runs. They hit a very rough patch in terms of pitching. And I think that the best is yet to come. Well, and, and, you know, weird stuff happens in a season. The Dodgers just lost three at home against Pittsburgh. They got swept by the Pirates at Dodger Stadium. So even even the good teams, the weird stuff happens. However, um, some areas of concern, and let's dive in with Mm -hmm. someone who really, I mean, he carried the team through the month of April, and it was incredibly exciting. And we were just heaping praise on top of the uh, the Giants executive staff for bringing in Carlos Rodon. It has been completely different over the last five starts, the tune of a 5.54 ERA. Yes, we get it. That was basically run because of one awful, awful start in St. Louis, which is still his only start of the year where he's given up more than three runs. But that said, let's also be honest, not the same pitcher no. in the second month. So what are, what are you seeing and, and what are you thinking when you watch him throw? Well, well, the eyes are telling me, just like watching with my eyes, right? The eyes are telling me he's falling behind in counts because he can't get the fastball over consistently for a strike. And then the breaking stuff, you know, nobody's biting on it in the dirt. Nobody's biting on that stuff slightly off. And then when guys get on base, it feels like because of the high leg kick, it's just a waltz over to second base. And I'm just looking at some of the the, the deeper numbers to kind of like see, hey, where is he at when guys do get into scoring position? They're batting 255 against him. It's not, you know, tearing the cover off the ball, but it's significantly higher than what the league average is right now. And so there's a couple of things here. Righties are hitting him hard. He's falling behind in counts. And when he falls behind, now he has to come in with some of his lesser, you know, efficient stuff. And guys are hitting him hard. I also think the defense behind him hasn't been great. True, true. I mean, that, that we could say that about every single starter uh, right now. And, uh, I, I, you know, in fact, I think it was on your show. I was listening to Fleming talk to you guys earlier this week, and he built a beautiful breakdown of how the defense, which let's mm-hmm. be honest, when it comes to baseball, we don't think about it that much. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that guy's a good defensive player. That guy's not. But we don't think about team defense no. all that often. The Giants team defense has not been good. It's been worse even than it was in, in recent years. And Dave talked about how that has filtered down in ways that have affected the team uh, basically in all aspects of their yeah. game. 
Yeah, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, there's been so many little plays where they've shifted one way and a guy's gone, you know, hack or, or butcher boy back to the other side of the field. And it's like, man, second baseman would normally be right there, but he's playing over the second base bag or whatever it is. And that ball finds a hole. You've got guys out of position at times this year. You've had so many random outfielders out there. I mean, look, when you see guys in the 70s out there playing in the positions that they've been playing out in the field, not pitchers, I start to wonder, like, what's going on here? It's because there's so many guys that are hurt. Here's the one area that I, that I do look at. Um, it, the batting average against, that's the thing for me. When you looked at him early in the year, April, he was so good across the board. Righties and lefties were hovering around 200 against him, the batting average against. Now, lefties still aren't hitting him at all. It's the righties that have really started to hit him a little. And so the numbers in May have really skewed his overall numbers this year. He needs to get back to the basics. Start the count 01, 02, and then work there because right now, when he falls behind 1 0, 2 0, he's got to come in and he's coming in with stuff that's not 97, 98, or it's not devastating breaking stuff. Well, I, I, I'll say this here's one thing I noticed also. And before the year even started, when the Giants signed Rodon, I got a couple mm -hmm. buddies who are uh, sports media people in Chicago, okay. and they were a little bit eyebrows up on the signing, not because Rodon's not good. But they just felt like the idea of Rodon really not just being healthy, but holding his good stuff for an entire year has never really been done before. He was great last year, but there were spots. And when he loses even just a couple miles an hour on his fastball, it's a very, very different pitcher. A 95-mile-an-hour yeah. fastball, hate to say it, is not that special in baseball anymore. <laughs> No. A 97-mile-an-hour fastball yeah. is. And Rodon, it looks like to me, in the last three, four starts, is hitting 95 instead of hitting 97 or 98. And therefore, that players, uh, the, the players on the other side are being more aggressive when they yeah. see the fastball, and they're able to catch up to it more. Yeah, and it feels like he's gone up against a lot more right-handed uh you know, right-handed heavy lineups too, which has really gone against him right now. Like, I'm not worried about him though. Like, I'm really not. I, I actually think he's right where he needs to be. I think he's going to bounce back with a really good June. That's that's my optimism right there. And if you offset kind of the downslope of May for him with someone who's been outstanding for them, like Junis, uh, Jacob Junis has been outstanding. Like, I can't really lose my mind because I still believe, like, all the main numbers are diluted because of that one outing against St. Louis. Yeah, let me hear more about Junis. What do you oh got on him? Because the guy has absolutely been a savior in that rotation. Look, Cobb's pitched better than the numbers. Yep. Junis has pitched better than the numbers. This guy's been outstanding. I called him a poor man's Vogel song earlier. Four different pitches. The guy, listen to these game logs. Okay, this is a guy who wasn't in the rotation. He's gone five, five and two thirds six six and then he goes four and a third i mean talk about just what the doctor ordered when alex woods get knocked out of games early when you really don't have a fifth starter right now and rodon has quote-unquote struggled so to me this is just what they needed only 11 runs over the last five starts he's two and one over the month of may and during those five starts but I think this is a guy that could legitimately win eight or nine games for this team this year if he continues on the trajectory he's in. He's giving this team a chance by handing it to the bullpen, keeping the game either tight or with a lead when he gives it to him. The dude's been outstanding. Yeah, he's been huge. So two starters we wanted to talk about and then three rookies we wanted to get mm. into. And I almost want to go back to our previous episode, Joe, yeah. 
and 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 bring up what we didn't bring up then because we were talking about the all-star game and who on the Giants could even be in that conversation. And it's hard to find. You know, you start to think about Jock Peterson, or do you give Brandon Crawford a legacy spot at shortstop? Or Rodon, who, you know, doesn't look like he's trending that way. Could Logan Webb move into that spot? Why didn't we bring up Luis Gonzalez, who I don't know how he works his way on because of lack of name recognition, and he's at a position where there are so many. But let's just call it what it is. He has been their most consistent offensive player. And if you're not going to talk about him in the all-star game conversation, you better talk about him in the rookie of the year conversation. This was another very, very adept Farhan find late last year. And man, he has been fantastic. And his ball chart goes all over the field. He hits the ball to all fields. This looks like to me, not just a player who's off to a good start in his career. This is someone who's got staying power in this league. This is who Dave Fleming identified coming out of spring training as the sleeper candidate to help this team. He's 11 for his last 29, four RBIs, a 380 batting average. Here's the key for me. With two outs, this dude's batting 345. All right, that is huge. We talked about clutch at bats the other day. We're like, how is this team doing it? All right, how how are they leaving so many runners on base yet are second in baseball in terms of runs scored per game? How about this stat? 435 Luis Gonzalez is batting with runners in scoring position. You want to talk about a clutch player who is delivering for this team? Start with Luis Gonzalez. Okay. However, the two rookies that we thought we'd be talking about this year, (laughs) woof. Uh, I'll give Joey Bart this. And we talked about him last week. And I said, don't give up yet. And really interesting to hear the story that he was the one who sort of forced uh, the whole team to decide to walk the bases loaded in extra innings in Philly the other night, walk Bryce Harper, and it worked out. That's a great example of why the Giants are still, I think, so intrigued mm-hmm. by Joey Bart and impressed by some of the things he's done. Same time, uh, look, I'll back him. It was twice a ball inside, oh. and he yeah. should have walked in an extra run in that game. I get that, but watching him at the plate just continues to get harder and harder for fans. Look, no matter how you break it down, he's top five in terms of striking out percentage (laughs) based on how many times he goes up to the plate. He's on pace right now for like 200 strikeouts. I mean, that's just where we're at with this right now. He's got 13 hits this year, Mark, through two months. 13 hits, all right? Jock Peterson has 12 home runs, all right? So just to kind of put that into into context, he's already at about 50 strikeouts right now. And to me, it's just looking overwhelmed, not balanced at the plate. I'm not sure what his approach is. I'd like to see him stop trying to pull everything and just go the other way. I don't know what's going on with the guy. And you brought up the the whole sequence with him behind the plate because I do think he's played defensively really, really well. I'm reserving judgment on whether to be outraged, worried, excited about that whole, hey, I told them to walk him. Something's just a little off here. I'm not saying that that there's this big rife amongst Joey Bart and Gabe Kapler. I'm not, I'm not here to say it just, to me, it was odd. Kapler saying, oh, no, no, that was all on Joey Bart. I didn't know what he was trying to do there. Joey Bart coming out and saying, oh, yeah, we knew right away when he was coming to the plate. It was just something I'm following it away. I'm going to reserve judgment. Let's see where this goes. I don't know whether to be outraged, excited, or what. Yeah, I think that they're just in. They're still in a mode of of needing to sell Joey Bart okay. to the fans. Some this is just my read. Okay, but when he does something good, it's like let's make a big deal about it on the defensive end because 
the okay. offensive end right now uh, speaks for itself, and it's yeah. and it's not good. Um, same goes uh, for Elliot Ramos. I mean, look, he was only up for one day, didn't do much, hasn't been doing much down in the minor leagues either. He's really struggling, and this one is, I, I think, mentally one that's a real struggle for fans because we've yeah. been hearing about him being on the doorstep for so long, and this is the year, quite frankly, that he was supposed to spend a lot of time up in the bigs, and so far he just hasn't been able to earn it. So here's the question I have. What's the game plan for Ramos? Like, what were they hoping? Both times that they brought him up, it felt like, a, ah, we'll give him a little taste, but no matter what he does, he's probably going back down. I just don't understand what their philosophy is with him right now. I, I and now I know he's got to perform. I'm not here to like cape up for him. He's got to perform. There's no doubt about it. Are they trying to showcase him? Like, hey, we could have brought him up. We could have brought him up, but our outfield's so filled. Like to me, he feels like now, and maybe I'm just jumping the gun on this. He feels like the trade candidate. If you were to swing a deal, I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot of value there, but they're watching what he's doing in the minors and other teams as well. They're not going to love true. what what they're seeing. I wonder, and you know, part of this is. Is, is taking a look at the mental makeup of a guy and what makes him tick. And so, you know, dip your toe in the water. Um, you know, maybe they feel like they need to motivate him with like, hey, you know, here's here's the big leagues. Yeah. Here's the big – oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Now you're going to have to go. Right? Like, you give him a little taste of you the call. dessert and then find out if he wants a little bit more. But um, he's going to have to do a lot more down in the minor leagues. Um, and quite frankly, there's probably going to have to be continued injuries uh, up in the uh, in the big leagues if he's going to spend extended time later in the second half of the year. Look, if you're just a Giants fan dying for this farm to produce an everyday player, it's disappointing. Like, there's no other way around it. Oh, like, I'm, I, I'm oh, really disappointed in Joey Bard and, and Elliot Ramos. I want more. I'm not done with them. I'm not closing the book on them. But I, I, I'm just – I'm very disappointed. One last thing before we move on. You were talking about all-stars. One yeah. guy flying under the radar who's having a sneaky, really good year – is Mike Yastrzemski batting really yes. good against righties and lefties. He's playing elite defense right now. He's leading this team in terms of qualified at-bats in OB, uh, on-base percentage, OPS, slugging, you know, so many different categories. He's just he's, – he's coming back to the Yastrzemski we had two years ago, and I think it's flying under the radar right now. Yeah, no, it's huge. In fact, he might even be better than the guy we saw a couple of years ago. He's been more consistent – and, uh, you know, last year made people feel like, oh, it was a one hit wonder. Yeah. This swings us back the other way, which is really encouraging. Yeah. Um, because, you know, Mike is someone that they, they they've got under control for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, so if he can pay dividends for the long term, that would be huge.